24 minutes till 9. It's 59 degrees. You want to know what the weather is? Just be able to spell rain. R-A-I-N. Correct. It's going to be raining all the way through Thursday. Uh, Thursday, we may see uh, mostly clear skies, rain to move out of the area. The temperature, though, is going to be a tad bit cooler in that we'll only see a high of about uh, 45 low around 25 on Thursday night and rain moving in later on in the weekend. And then all next week they're saying rain. So it is definitely winter time in Arkansas, cloudy skies and a lot of moisture coming down. And as RD said uh, in the last uh, hour, well, we don't have to worry about any of our forest catching on fire at least. All right. Joining us right now from Harding uh, university is Kim Kirkman. She's with the American studies Institute And I was asking her about what American Studies Institute was all about. I was really excited when I heard this. Kim, why don't you explain that to my listeners? Okay. Thank you so much for having me this morning. Oh, yeah. Um, The American Studies Institute began in 1953, and it was part of the School of American Studies. And the Harding president, um, George Bush at the time, George Bush, George Benson, um, he began this program to help educate our students on the effects of communism. And that was a time where um, we had a lot of influence with China on our campus. We were bringing Chinese students, and he wanted to give our students a firm foundation on what American principles, what our country began with. Um, faith in God, our family values, um, heritage in our, in our American society. And so those are the ideals that our program um, values and that we um, continue to teach our students okay so you're Mm -hmm. still doing this and we're in uh you know the 2000s now uh we're looking at you guys are getting close to a century of doing this makes me feel old (laughs) because that's the year i was born 1953 but uh you know the red scare was going on at that time and it was a, a rightful scare that we had going on in the united states about russia now it is all about china uh, Secretary of State Pompeo talking to the Governor's Association over the weekend, talking about how uh, the Chinese and the Chinese uh, uh, Communist Party are using these Confucius Institutes that are opening up on college campuses, one of which is at UCA, uh, to uh, you know break down the walls for uh, communism into the United States. You're doing just the opposite. You're trying to, you know, teach these kids about why American is an exceptional country and what has made us exceptional. And and, and if I'm hearing correctly, you got to keep this this uh, institute going. Now I don't think it's for the Chinese students. It's just for your students. The kids are showing up and they've not been given this information. You're right. We um, find many of our students want to learn. You know, they're at a time in their lives where they want to explore different um, information and why. And that's, um, that's good. That's it's not very bad. Good. It's very good. Um, but sometimes we assume as Americans that our students know about liberty and democracy and what our American heritage is all has where we've come and they, they don't, we kind of skim over it. And so they find these other things, socialism and communism. And it seems interesting because they don't really have the foundation of, what has made our country what it is today. Yeah. 
And, you know, the real problem is, is that within our own elementary and high school systems, we don't teach that anymore. I mean, seriously, when I was in school, and I don't know, it might have been the same way when you were in right. school, uh, I had to take a, a year of poli-sci while I was in high school. I had to take a year of economics while I was there in high school. And I understood what capitalism was. And they told, they, they, when they taught about capitalism, it was, and I know you can't see me on the radio, but you can on Facebook. <laughs> it was taught way up here. And then when you talk socialism, it was way here. And then when you talked about communism, it was on the tabletop. It was at the very bottom. That's not the way it's taught anymore, if it's taught at all. And it's, it's very disconcerting to me, at least, as far as that. So the American Studies Institute... I mean, you're here talking about it today. Is there something special going on at Harding University? We have a speaker series. Okay. Uh, the Distinguished Lecture Series. And Great. Typically, we bring four to five people in um, throughout the school year, and they talk on these principles. Great. It, it's um, exciting to have people from all over the country and some international speakers as well. We have had 17 heads of state come to our program over the years, so that's that's exciting. I do feel like sometimes our students in Searcy, Arkansas, sometimes don't realize the magnitude of having these um, experts and well-known people on our campus, but mm-hmm. it is pretty amazing. Uh, each of the past four years, our campus has had a campus read, and it's a book that's given to all incoming freshmen and transfers, and then other departments on campus use this in their curriculum throughout the year. And so what is that? Explain what that so is. So that um, this year, the book that was selected by our president was The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Which that's Covington, that's, okay. That's yeah, Stephen Covey, um, and he wrote that about 30 years ago, yeah. which seems, well, that's old, but it's becoming a classic, and some of the principles that are in that book are used in our in the courses throughout the campus, and in we have a daily chapel and. Um, some of those, some of the seven habits are used in in the chapel time together. Mm-hmm. And even though it's a thirty year old book, the principles are so important that many students, I feel, probably heard them in their life in their lifetime and just didn't realize it was. They're timeless, stu- right? They are timeless. And Stephen Covey is not living, so um, in conjunction with this event we are having his son Stephen M. R. Covey oh cool and he has a book um, that is called The Speed of Trust and that's not our campus read but he will tie in his father's principles of the seven habits with um, his work that he's done on the speed of trust and leadership and well, so, I remember Covey being, he was on Fox News constantly yes he's he's a very ago. um influential person in america yeah just with his with his leadership principles. Yeah, as far as business went things of that nature that was something that that he had a profound effect on so yeah this is a good book that you're having the kids read and you're integrating it in all your aspects of uh, your academia then right and it, it this book um, is a little different than the past books because there are seven habits a professor can focus in on some that are more in line to you know, the course that they're teaching. Sure. And so um, it's a book that you can read chapter seven or chapter and, and really understand it and utilize it in the course. So it's, I was excited when it was selected. How have the students responded to the book? Um, Or do you know? Well, I don't know exactly. um, But I do hear comments and I see on social media things that 
or talked about so they're hearing it and just you know having the conversation of how this can be you know in their lives now and you know in their future and their careers all right we got to take a break let me get my final break in for this hour then we're going to come back and talk with kim some more uh can I get you to maybe tell us other speakers that you might have coming? Yes, we have um, after uh, Stephen Covey on February 20th, we have um, Jerry Mitchell. He has just released a book called The Race Against Time, and he um, it's slated as one of the most anticipate, anticipated books of 2020, and he investigated um, the Klansmen responsible for notorious murders during the 60s. Oh, wow. And it was 30 years later that these were people were brought to justice and he is a Harding alum so we're very proud to bring him he will be here March um, 24th and then we close out with Benjamin Watson and mm-hmm. um, he'll be here April 21st he has a book called Under Our Skin you may know him he's on Fox News several um, times recently he is uh, a New England Patriot tight end and he come on Zach you know this guy right you, did you go ahead? What was his Benjamin name? Watson? Benjamin Watson, you know that? Okay, yeah, he's going to. He's a big Patriots fan. Yes, he he will be here April twenty first to end our um, series. Okay, all right, we'll come back. We'll talk further with Kim Kirkman here on the uh, Dave Ellswick Show. She's from Harding University and the American Studies Institute. More in a moment. One hundred one point one FM, the answer, home of the Rush Limbaugh Show. All right, Kim Kirkman is our guest from Harding University. Full disclosure, all right, my uh, brother-in-law went to Harding. My daughter went to Harding. My son-in-law went to Harding. My sister-in-law went to Harding. My niece went to Harding. So I've got some connections to Harding University. I think it's a really great university. Uh, I think that you should consider your child to go there. They'll get a great education, and they'll they'll, uh, make may be, be helped to think in a moral uh, way as well, which they don't do on a lot of American campuses today. Kim Kirkman is our guest. American Studies Institute is where she's from. They got another speaker coming in. And uh, tell us again who the speaker is going to be, what he's going to talk about, and then we'll get into how people get there. you got to have a ticket, okay? So we'll tell you how to get a ticket. On February 20th, we have Stephen M. R. Covey, the son of the author of Seven Habits that our campus is studying this year together. That's a week from tomorrow. It it will be here fast. Yeah. Um, One thing I'd like to say, we have generous donors that fund our American Studies program, and that is why our tickets are free. Actually, there are no tickets. Can't beat that. open seating. Okay is for the community and our students and constituents. Um, it's a it's a nice event, and you can't get a better ticket. That's okay, free. well, yeah, it's my favorite word, four-letter word that starts with F, free. That's what <laughs> I like. Mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that word. But uh, So people can come to this free word. Do they have to call somewhere? Do they email somewhere? What they, do they can just do? come. It's open seating, so it's first come, first just serve. Just get in line. Get in line. Um, it's in the Benson Auditorium, which is the largest auditorium in the in the state. Wow. Um, so we. I didn't know that. It is. So it's the largest one. So okay. someone can try to beat it but for now we're the largest right now you're hanging in there okay good 
and you're going to come, come. He's going to come and talk about his father's book for the most he's part. He's going to bridge the using the foundation from the Seven Habits mm-hmm. because that's what we've studied, which throughout is a the year. seminal piece of literature. Yes, that people, th- hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people have read or have read, and especially business people. Right. It's it's very um, easy to put it in the business field, but you can put it in your life. Oh yeah. Um, be proactive, put first things first, um, synergy, work with your team. So there's there's a lot of um, very important um, principles that can be taken throughout, you know, whatever type of business that you're in okay. or field. And his son has written his own book. He has, and it's The Speed of Trust. Um, it's a book that um, is well-known also in the business field. Um, I spoke with Stephen last week talking about his, his visit and he said that his father's book was the founding principle of how he started his book. Mm-hmm. And he also shared that he is writing, he's in the um, writing process of a new book and how leadership in our society has changed and how you become an effective leader. So that will be interesting to hear some of that, um, some of his research, research in that area. Yeah, things have changed as far as leadership goes. So I'd like to hear what his thoughts about that would be. Maybe we'll get a little sprinkling of that during right. the speech. Yeah, I hope so. He, he, he kind of alluded to that, so I hope to hear that. Okay, so just show up at the Benson Auditorium. Doors open at 7, and okay. the event starts at 7.30. Okay, how soon can you line up? You can start now. But. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like going to New Hampshire and, and lining up to right. see the president, huh? Right. They've been doing that since Sunday. But, uh, yeah, you can go and, and do this. This is really good. They, they have a, a tremendous speaker series at Harding, and again, it's free. There's no cost to see all these great speakers they bring in. I was uh, talking to Kim during the break uh, a few years back. I went and saw when uh, uh, one of my favorite guys uh, speak there, favorite broadcaster, in Paul Harvey, and they brought him in, and he was a, a great speaker as well. He did a good job. He he probably had a lot of effect on my my broadcasting career just because my dad used to go out and sit in the car on the driveway six o'clock in the evening we grew up outside i grew up outside of chicago and paul harvey started on the radio and he'd had a half hour show my dad would go out and listen to him when he wasn't working you know you know middle of the day kind of hours where he'd go to work in two to eleven or whatever but he, he was on swing shift and then uh, I would sit there with him and listen to Paul Harvey. I learned a lot of stuff uh, from Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey's show was very interesting and such an iconic part of our broadcasting history and our American history for that. Yeah. So let's go back because I want the, the listeners to hear this part because they may have missed it. And that is talking about the American Studies Institute. Really important that you understand that since the 50s, uh, Harding has been teaching what makes America exceptional uh, in the uh, American Studies Institute. This is why I tell you, if you've got a kid that's looking to go to uh, university, uh, that Harding is someplace that you should look at uh, because they have programs like this. Well, uh, it began rooted in the concepts um, of freedom and liberty and democracy faith in God, um, importance of family and values, and just the heritage that made our country what it what it is and what it began to be. Um, 
It fosters ideas about how the founding fathers developed our Constitution. And so each year for, for our speaker series, we bring speakers, about four each year, that focus on some aspect of, of this part of our American culture. Now, are you the person who decides who's going to come? Well, I am the person who executes S- Secures the, them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, we have, our, our president is very interested with, with this, so I make um, suggestions, and he, you know, he, he has he the final yay, say. He does. That's cool. He's the president. He's the president. So he's he's been very interested in the American Studies program. So that that has helped um, bring the caliber of speakers we've been. How able difficult to. is it to get these folks to come? Well, because they're busy. Um, they're busy. So a lot of the speakers that I deal with have work with an agency, and mm-hmm. so I work with the agent. And honestly, it's easier to work directly with the speaker because there's not a middleman. Yeah. You know, waiting for that email or that phone call. And they may know all about Harding University, right. in fact. So it's it's each one is different. I will tell you the hardest part of my job, which sounds really petty, mm-hmm. is getting a photograph, a headshot of them to be able to use in our – not that they don't have one, but they usually will be from their phone or some smaller resolution. So that sounds really <laughs> petty, but when I get that picture, it's I, it's, I cheer. It's important. you got to make posters I do. and things we of that do. nature. We have to have it so it's – acceptable we for want our, you to look good right exactly that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing this is all going on at harding university this speaker is going to be a week from tomorrow and uh, the cost is really ex you know expensive it's free free because we have generous donors that fund our program absolutely to make it free to our our students and community as far as uh the American Studies Institute, uh, can people in the community go online and take any of these courses and just audit them or whatever? We do have a website. Um, it's harding.edu backslash American Studies Institute, all spelled out. Mm-hmm. Um, often I just Google ASI Harding and it takes it. It's the fastest way. Okay. Um, but it lets you know all of the events that we're having and how they can participate it also shows a history of our speakers. Since you mentioned um, Paul Harvey, you can see back to the beginning different speakers that have been on campus. And I, I find that interesting to see you know, different people. The most recent five years since I've been on board, there's actually a press release about each of the speakers. So you can see more about right. um, what they did while they were on campus. All right. That's happening a week from tomorrow. You'll want to go hear the speaker, Mr. Covey, come in and talk about his father and talk about his new book and talk about his father's book and maybe sprinkle in some new ideas as well. It's all all free. The, the speech starts at 7, I think you said? 7.30. Doors open at 7 on February 20th. So it's actually a week from Thursday. Thursday. Okay. A week from Thursday, I February 20th. I can't add up. <laughs> Zach, wake me up. All right, so it's Thursday. All right, keep that in I was trying to go for my my birthday, and I was screwing it up. Anyway, bottom line is that uh, this is all coming your way. Kim, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. We appreciate it. You drove all the way down here for 15, 15, 20 minutes to talk on the radio. Appreciate you doing it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. All right, tomorrow, Elizabeth will be here. We'll be talking about all the uh, news that's meant to be talked about. And the Bible, guys, at 7 o'clock. Don't forget about that. You got a question for them. It's Bible Guys at Salem LR. All right. I'm I'm out of here. I'll be quiet.